You are listening to the University of Wisconsin-Madison's Mortgage Center for Public Service podcast, a podcast dedicated to connecting community, campus, and student voices that foster, shape, and cultivate a thriving democratic society. Hi, everybody. I'm Erin Gretzinger, a communications and marketing intern at the Mortgage Center. We're so excited to be back for the fall semester and, of course, more Gridge Fridge episodes. To kick off our third season of Gridge Fridge, we're thrilled to welcome Hannah Hatlin Atwell. Hannah has gained a lot of experience in the public service sphere in the Madison area, and now she helps UW-Madison students navigate the public service sector as a career advisor for the School of Human Ecology. Before coming to SOHI, Hannah worked as a coordinator for the Achievement Connections program. Achievement Connections serves over 150 students in the Madison Metropolitan School District by providing math tutoring services with the help of over 100 UW-Madison student volunteers. In this episode, we'll explore Hannah's work at SOHI to support students pursuing careers in public service and different opportunities on campus this fall that could be a great fit for you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Hannah, for our first episode of the semester of Gridge Fridge. I'm so excited to be back and really excited to talk to you today. So a quick icebreaker. So from working as a behavioral health intern with the Ho-Chunk Nation uh, to your current position at UW, your public service career has largely kept you in Madison over the years. So um, what is a favorite fall event or festivity in the Madison area that you think students should check out? Well, I am definitely a big fan of apple picking. That's something our family really loves to do. Appleberry Farm out in, I think, Middleton is a great place to go. They have pumpkins, and they have other activities during the year, too. They also have apple cider donuts, which is really critical for my kiddos to get apple cider donuts. But closer to campus, we just really also love the farmer's market and all the flower bouquets that you get in the fall. And then, of course, apple baked goods and apple cider. Um, can't go wrong with apple, it seems, in the fall. Um, yes, I know. I, I'm hoping to get to the farmer's market once or twice more before before it ends soon. So all great suggestions close to campus and if people are looking to adventure out a little more. So, yeah, we'll just jump in then. And if you can talk about what drew you to public service and if you can just walk us through your path to public service from where you are today. Sure. Uh, so I think public service has just always been a part of my life. Uh, I grew up in a small town, and so everything is just so interconnected that the high school is the community center and is the place where all the events happen, whether it's business-related events or cultural events or anything. And so just that kind of general sense that everything is in the community and and everyone is involved in community and in service to the community was just something completely that completely surrounded me. And then same thing with my own parents, my own family members were really involved in public service related things, whether that was volunteering or their own occupations. And so that was just a, a big part of my life. And then really affirmed, I think, throughout some experiences that I that I had growing up. In middle school, I was a part of like a national competition to apply for a grant 
to do something to improve your community. And then we got a great affirmation for all that work when we made it to like the national finalist competition and got a trip to Disney World. <laughs> and I think that was a really good introduction to, wow, there's a lot of different ways that I can get involved and make a difference and look at all these other people who are doing that. And so that just continued. And in college, I was really eager to get involved in the community, get myself off campus and see what else was going on. Um, and then once I graduated, I decided to do a service year program, um, Lutheran Volunteer Corps. And I really appreciated that because the service program itself had more of a supportive model around it where I was working with other folks who were in service, but in different places in the community. And so again, just really being enveloped with other people who were doing that same kind of work, but in different ways, just continued to affirm that this was a good space and there were a lot of different kinds of opportunities uh, to go with that. And eventually I came to Madison and got my master's in social work, uh, thinking I was gonna become a clinical social worker and do therapy. And that program too, I mean, social work is all about social and being out in the community and in service. And so the two field placements that I did through that really were a good opportunity to get me more involved in the Madison community because it was a new community for me. And so as you mentioned, being a behavioral health intern at the Ho-Chunk House of Wellness was a great way to learn about that community. But then also, getting more involved in the local Madison community. I worked with a program that served folks with severe and persistent mental illness here in Madison and supporting those folks too in being more involved in their community and getting out and how we use the bus system and how do we get involved in community activities to support their own well-being. And so eventually it, it got me to working at West High School in the Achievement Connections program, which I know I'll get to talk more about later. And again, that focus on supporting the students who live here in this community and then getting some more engagement with college students and being like, hmm, I think this is pretty cool. I wanna hang out with college students more and ultimately leading me here to UW, um, doing career advising in the School of Human Ecology. And then the students that I specifically advise, and then the School of Human Ecology itself, right, is really focused on the human experience and how do we problem solve and improve the human experience in different facets, right? We have majors like interior architecture and personal finance, but then also things that are kind of more obviously public service, like community and nonprofit leadership. And so really being able to engage with students who keep that human service and perspective at the forefront um, is really, really exciting to be, to be in that space. So, wow, you've had quite the journey over the years. And, um, you know, a free trip to Disney World, not a bad way to start your public service journey. And then, you know, you mentioned that in college you got to expand more learn about that part of yourself that always seemed to be there throughout your youth. And of course, the service year program as well seemed to build on that. So just a long legacy in public service that led you down a lot of different paths. So, so thanks for sharing that experience. Um, and then you landed with telling us about your current work in the School of Human Ecology. What, what support and services do you provide as a career advisor there? Sure. 
So career advising is a really kind of cool niche area in higher ed in that it's really about supporting students in using this experience of being in college to launch into the future. And so many students talk about, right, the reason they're getting a, a degree is to get to open doors for job opportunities. And so my role is really about what are we doing right now to launch you into the future and making sure that you're well supported. And so that can look like a lot of different things. I love conversations with students who are like, I wanna help people, but I don't really know what, I, what kind of careers that all means I could pursue. And kind of processing through more, like what are your interests? What are your values? What have you tried? What could you try? Who could you talk to to learn more about the different kinds of things that are out there that might resonate with you? Um, but then also more of the nitty gritty, like I need to apply for an internship or I'm ready to apply for grad school or a job and how do I make sure I'm selling myself well in my application materials or building that personal statement? Those are things that I get into. And um, I teach a class on career development that students in the School of Human Ecology can take that really is about that whole cycle of who am I, where am I going, how do I actually get there, and then also addressing like those skills that you need in the professional world. What does it mean to communicate professionally? What's it mean to negotiate a compensation package or even understand what a compensation package even is? Um, and then another part of my work is the events and activities also to support career development. So one project that of course I'm very proud to work on with the Mortgage Center is the public service fair that happens each semester to help students engage with local nonprofits or service year programs or government agencies to find volunteer opportunities or internship opportunities. Again, really that idea of not only being in service and getting to know your community, but that's a great way to try out things, see what works for you, what works for your career path, um, build some of those professional skills. So I really come at it from like a career development perspective um, in addition to like that community engagement perspective. Great, and yeah, you mentioned the public service fair, which unfortunately for the fall semester has come and gone, but it will be back again in the spring, and that's always a great opportunity for students to come meet different employers, nonprofits, both on the governmental side of things, but as well just in the, non the large nonprofit sphere, service year programs, so much to do at the public service fair. But beyond the public service fair, how do you help students connect and find opportunities in public service more specifically? Where are some of some go-to touch points for you? Yeah, so I really like to encourage students to utilize even just the easiest things like your, your professors and your classmates. And particularly in uh, the School of Human Ecology, so many of our faculty are very involved in in the community already that that's often an easy kind of starting place for students, right? That the person that they're already engaging with several times a week maybe has some of those connections. Um, but yeah, I really love, I actually love sending students to the Mortgage Center to be like, 
let's just start with finding out what are some organizations in the area that need volunteers that maybe you're excited to get involved with and get trying. And again, I'm really all about like, how do we build additional experiences or getting involved in student organizations? So many student organizations partner with local nonprofits or other, other activities in the community to give back and get involved and learn more about career paths that there's just so many great ways for students to get involved and build some of that experience. But then also I really like to lean on, as you mentioned, like my, my history in the Madison area and uh, my work in like the public schools. If students are really interested in what would it look like to be a teacher or a school social worker, I'm like, oh, hey, I know somebody. Let me point you, point you in that direction for someone you could talk to to learn more about that. Um, so it is about like what personal networking opportunities I can provide, but then also where are the other spaces that you're already engaged with or could pretty easily get engaged with to, to learn more and meet other folks in this area. Great. Thanks for sort of building that roadmap for us and walking through how, you know, those connections that students make along the way, as, as you've learned, you know, throughout your public service journey, they can be really key in finding those opportunities and really learning what you're passionate about. And I'm just thinking for students who are listening to this and are like, oh, I'm not in the School of Human Ecology or um, anything like that. I did want to plug another resource we have right here at the Mortgage Center, which is available to all students, which is our peer advisors. And the peer advisors are here for all students and they will help you navigate and find a volunteer opportunity or an internship that fits your interests in the public service sector. So yeah, I guess Hannah, just to backtrack a little bit, um, you mentioned earlier that you spent several years working as a tutor coordinator for Achievement Connections. Um, so what is Achievement Connections and what makes it a great opportunity for UW-Madison students to engage with community? I'm really excited to promote <laughs> Achievement Connections. Achievement Connections is a tutoring program in area high schools addressing achievement gaps in math education. And so we know that passing algebra in ninth grade is a key predictor of graduating high school, as well as just being that intro, that pathway to higher math, to STEM opportunities, science, tech, all of that. And so we know just algebra is really, really important for students to find success in, in that learning. And so the Achievement Connections program is there specifically to support students who teachers identify as needing some additional support um, than what they're maybe able to get fully in the classroom to really fully engage with that material and, and be successful in their algebra course. And so the program matches those students with volunteers and AmeriCorps members who provide tutoring support. And I I love people of all sorts of experiences and backgrounds getting involved as volunteers. People sometimes get scared like, oh, it's math tutoring. And yes, we're doing algebra, but it's also very much about how students needing to build the skills on how to be a successful student. And sometimes we're talking about ninth graders too, this is a big transition. And so sometimes it's also more just about having that positive relationship and that person that they know is gonna be there for them every Tuesday and Thursday during second hour <laughs> to work on math 
uh, homework and everything. And then we also do a lot of like general math skill building as well. So if students, you know, never fully understood how negative numbers or fractions work, we can really take the time to rebuild some of those skills that then will help them be more successful in, in their math courses. And so I really love this opportunity for, yeah, UW students to get involved because one, you're getting out, you're getting outside of campus, you're seeing what what are other people's perspectives of Madison? And high school students have really cool perspectives uh, of this community that they're growing up in and can share a lot. Um, you know, that can even be silly things like, oh, hey, you've never like gone more than a mile off campus. Let me tell you about this cool restaurant that I like to go to. And those are like fun stories to hear from college students. But then I also think, again, coming to like that career development side of it, Tutoring is all about the, the interpersonal skills or tailoring your approach to better meet the unique needs of the person sitting in front of you. And that is so, that's a great skill to have in so many different areas. And it's also a way for students to get exposure to the education system. There, we often had volunteers who are like, maybe I wanna be a teacher or do something in education. And now they have this opportunity to literally be in the school and see what that looks like and feels like and for the AmeriCorps members to actually engage with the teachers and sit in on classes and see what that looks like and feels like. And then another piece that I always found really fun was a lot of our volunteers are also general community members. So um, people who just live in the Madison area and, and want to be a part of this program. And that too being a really cool networking opportunity. I remember not at my school, but at one of the other Madison schools, there was a plastic surgeon who was a volunteer tutor, and there was a college student volunteering as a tutor who was really like planning to go to med school and was kind of curious about plastic surgery. So they started up a conversation all of a sudden that student's able to go shadow like multiple procedures with, with this plastic surgeon to learn more. And it was such a cool opportunity um, related to a completely different area than the math tutoring, but that was, the, that was the connection that they needed in order to access that. And I've seen that several times over and over again is, is even just the peer-to-peer -peer interactions that happen between volunteer tutors and the sharing of, oh, I know about this resource or that resource. And so it is as much about like being there in support of our students, but there's other benefits too in terms of engaging with different folks and meeting people you wouldn't otherwise. Right. I think, you know, this idea you're getting out of mutually beneficial partnerships between students who are taking something away from this experience and not just imparting their own skills and helping tutor these ninth grade students. So, yes, exactly that idea that it is a relationship and um, both sides are working together and taking things away from it. And I know being on campus, it can seem like, whoa, kids exist. You kind of forget, honestly. It's a little isolating to be on campus. So just taking that time to get a mile, to get a mile away even and meet these students in ninth grade who, like you said, are in a really important transitional period in their lives, both academically and personally, um, that's what I think has always stood out to me about Achievement Connections is just um, that, that great opportunity and connection. So, yeah, you, you kind of gave an example of this already, but just through working with UW students and SOHI or Achievement Connections, uh, 
you know, what do you see students take away from these experiences and working and engaging with community beyond the boundaries of campus? I mean, certainly it is just a wider perspective of the community. I feel like I hear students talk a lot about, oh, you got to spend a summer in Madison. And there's a reason for that. There's really cool things that happen in Madison in the summer and the weather's nice and the lakes are great. But I think there's also this sense of, oh, if I'm around the summer, I'm getting more involved outside of campus. And you can do that during the semesters too. Granted, your timing is a, a little bit different <laughs> in terms of how much time you have to get off campus. But I think people sense that Madison is this unique community, and it really is. There's so many different industries that have really cool things happening here, whether, whether that's research or whether that's the wide range of nonprofits that we have serving so many different kinds of needs, um, healthcare being really great in Madison area. Um, so I just really see like getting off campus is a way to ex expand your understanding of different industries, of different fields, but then also really see and participate in that Wisconsin idea too, right? That what we do here should impact and impart upon others in a positive way. And I really see that kind of coming back to where I started with. I grew up in a small town where everything just happened in the high school. <laughs> and so I like that idea too of when we're here on campus, we're still a part of this community. And so how do we participate in that and be good citizens and understand how what we're learning and experiencing in our coursework relates to the broader world and the real, real world, quote unquote. Um, and so I just think there's a lot of a lot of value in your own career growth, but then personal growth by, again, meeting people that you wouldn't otherwise um, and seeing more about how things operate in a different space. Yeah, and I, I think you hit it on the head with this idea that it's, you know, the experiences and the connections that are so enriching. And again, getting back at that idea, not to use the buzzword, but mutually beneficial partnerships and um, just some of those, those experiences you can get working with community that you're not going to be able to get inside the classroom with your head in a book, I think is always something that's really special to students um, that take the time, take the energy to go out into the community and gain some really valuable skills and lessons and life experiences more generally. And of course, you can't complain about summers in Madison. <laughs> They're lovely. Um, so much to do, but you're, I think you're right there too, that I, students should realize like there's ways to get involved and make it fit your schedule, even if you're busy um, during the school year as well. So yeah, I'm coming to an end of my questions here, but I wanted to get your advice about something. So whether it is through a nonprofit or a governmental agency or in any other community-engaged organization, uh, what advice do you have for students looking to explore or pursue careers in the public service sphere? I would say start somewhere. Um, if you don't, if you don't know what difference you want to make or where you really fit. When you're getting started, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Start somewhere and you'll figure out what resonates with you, uh, what people really you're, you're engaged with, or what topics really speak to you in your own way. Uh, asking a lot of questions. I'm such a huge fan of whoever you meet, in whatever way, just asking a little bit of their story 
gives you some sense of possibilities um, and maybe some information about, oh, it turns out that doesn't sound as exciting as I thought, or, ooh, that's a whole new area that I had never considered before. Um, and I, I would say I'm somebody who did a fair amount of volunteering in college, and I felt like that was really, again, important for me to better understand what I liked, but also very much like what I didn't like and what didn't work for me, um, but then also afforded me connections that helped me launch into the next stages, that those experiences meant that there were people who could speak to who I was um, and who knew me outside of the classroom and you know, having those connections, whether that's then leading to a new opportunity or someone who can just speak on your behalf when you're looking at the next step is really important. Um, and so I think, again, like public service can mean so many different things. And so uh, try something out. And if you don't like it, then try something else out. And I think that's too what's so great about having Mortgage Center on campus and like why I personally promote the Mortgage Center to students is that there are so many different ways that students can get involved um, in volunteering in the community or through community-based learning courses. And so having a resource who can say like, oh, you, you feel you're interested in this, here's the organization for you that needs volunteers. And then coming back and saying, oh, that, that wasn't quite what I wanted. Okay, well, let's find another organization for you. Thanks for joining us, Hannah. If you're interested in exploring public service opportunities, connect with one of our peer advisors to find a position that is a perfect fit for you. You can schedule an appointment online at mortgage.wisc.edu under the Get Connected tab. Stay connected to all things Mortgage Center at Mortgage Center on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks for listening to our first episode of Season 3. We're so excited to bring you more GridgeBridge and other exciting projects this semester. So keep tuning in and we hope to see you next time.